0: but you contribute in someone else's channel so that they people get to come to your side, get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you. Hopefully they join your list like we talked about before. And once you have your list, then you can set how we talked about it uh, exactly in the previous episode. We certainly are entertaining, John. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had
1: your coffee today? Not yet, actually. It's coming. It's coming. Oh my God, that is the scariest thing I've heard for a long time.
0: Yeah, and actually I'm restraining myself because you're my friend.
1: This is Superfast Business with James Schramko, James Schramko, helping you build your business super fast. fast. James Shramko here. Welcome back to superfastbusiness.com. I'm here with my good friend John Lint from 10xpro.io. Welcome, John.
0: Hello, hello. How are you, James? Thank you. Good,
1: thanks. We're making our way through this membership series. I think we're up to, I don't know what number, but this is like equivalent to about chapter eight in my upcoming book but for now, of course, there is a profitable membership course available at superfastresults.com. So if any of this stuff we're talking about today is interesting, yeah. a lot of it's covered in there. And we're just going a little bit deeper and also to the side a bit on some of these topics. But today's topic, if you're following along through this series, and I do encourage you go back to the start of this series if you want to get the scoop on it, back to the you know some of the earlier episodes we talked about setting up your membership, pricing your membership, what to actually deliver for your membership and so forth. But now we're up to the point where, okay, all that's done. We've got a membership. We know what we're selling. We know how much we're selling it for. We know who we're selling it to. We now need to get traffic. Hmm. So this is the traffic part. Yeah, In the online space, this is really what most people talk about all the time. They pretty much obsess about traffic, traffic, traffic. And the other parts are just sort of like the little bits. But I think this is just like the oxygen that will make the body work. Okay. So You do need traffic on an ongoing basis. We're going to touch on a few different types of traffic you can get, Mm -hmm. pros and cons perhaps. Yeah, And, of course, you can go deeper on any one of these topics. I've got endless podcast episodes purely on some of the traffic techniques we're going to talk about. But this is really approaching this from the viewpoint of a membership owner. So if you have a membership or you're building a membership right now and then you worry about how you're going to get people to it or you need more people to your existing membership, this should be serving as some kind of a little – Checklist. Maybe there'll be a couple of ideas that can help you get some extra customers. So the old saying, you know, build it and then they will come. Simply not true, right, John?
0: No, absolutely not. You know, because you're going to spend all that time uh, building your awesome membership. Uh, maybe you did all the research that we talked about before. But if you just think that you're going to have your website there and people are just going to find it by luck and uh, they're just going to come, that's not going to happen, right? So we need to do a few things. We're going to talk about it today, uh, but it will come down to two main resources, right? It's going to be time or it's going to be money, right? And that's going to allow you. You're going to, you're going to trade one of those two to get traffic. Also, something I want to say at the beginning so people remember is that all of this will take time and it's going to be an ongoing thing. So it's not going to be something you're going to do once and then, oh, that great. I'm going to have traffic for the rest of my life. No, it's going to be ongoing. You're building an online business. You're working in your business. You're growing your business and you treat it as a business it means that you're serious about it and you're dedicated to it and you're going to be doing the work that is required on a regular basis to get traffic. And at the beginning, you're probably not going to have that much traffic and that's okay. That's normal absolutely normal. And then traffic will go up and down and you're going to do different things. It's going to work. Some are not going to work. And you're going to figure out which one you like the most and which one you should do more of it. And at the end, hopefully you have a good plan that you keep on doing over and over. I mean, how long have you been doing this podcast, James? For more than, I mean, I think seven years, 10 years maybe, right?
1: Yeah, I think since 2009. Right. Exactly. So a long time. You'd think by now I would have been much better at it, (laughs) but I'm definitely improving. So one thing is we'll probably separate the two different modes. Let's say there's a mode where you have an existing membership or an existing audience. Yeah. And then there's the the mode where you're really just starting out. So a lot of people starting out, Mm -hmm. from my experience, especially the ones who go and buy expensive courses from scratch, have very little in the way of resource, either money or time. Mm Mm-hmm. And no existing audience. I mean, those are the ones who are going to have the biggest struggle. Yes. So there are a couple of things that you might try. In that instance, you might be looking to do some kind of a launch. Now, I know if you've ever read my book, Work Less, Make More, available on Amazon or free from my site, superfastresults.com forward slash book. You'll know that I'm not a huge fan of the launch model as a core ongoing thing that you do all the time. I do think there's totally a place for it where you want to bring a lot of attention to something. And usually when you start a membership, that can be a good time to put in the effort that's required for a launch. In my mind, one of the things that I'm cautious of is that launch equals effort. So, you know, it's going to require effort. And I'm at the stage in business now where it's more mature and I don't want to put in a huge effort load all at once and spike it. I want an ongoing sort of a (laughs) situation. So I prefer to put in little bits of effort on things like podcast episodes or making little videos or running little ad campaigns. But that works when you're in momentum. If you're starting out, maybe you want to put in the effort and also maybe you've already got an audience. (laughs) or maybe you have a bunch of peers who are happy to promote for you. They're like keen for you to get going. They want to support you and that can happen. So there's this idea of a launch and then there's the other sort of softer version. The one I prefer for me is a release. So typically when I've put new products out, I tend to release them. I basically let people know they're available. I start off a bit small and I tune and adjust as I go. That is the low pressure, low energy way to do it. Now, There's no contest here. I don't get as many prospects as I could if I did a launch. I don't get as much fame and perhaps fortune as if I did a launch, but I didn't expend the energy either. So it's a choice. Now, if you do want to put in the energy, you do want the most subscribers, you do want more fame and push through into the market, you might consider a launch. John, you like the launch model, and I think you'd be in a good position to talk us through what things you've seen work well for 10xpro.io members. And how the launch can get people up and running very quickly?
0: Yeah, to me, the launch is just one more campaign. It's just a marketing campaign. That's all it is. And there are different types of launches. The launch can be what's called a private launch, meaning I have my own email list and I'm going to tell them about my launch. And when we talk about the launch, we're referring with the reason we're giving it the name. It's just because it's famous online by people who invented whatever name launch. In reality, the only thing that it is, is just a simple campaign that has usually three videos where you're just giving value. You're just teaching them how to solve specific problems. You're giving them some tips. But at the same time, you are doing some of the things that you should be doing on a sales page. What is it? Get them to know you your story, your story of struggle. You talk about some of the case studies to show people that got results. So you do all that. So instead of doing all in one page, you do this through several videos. And these are value-based videos that provide some tips or whatever. And you sprinkle these elements in those videos. So you destroy some objections, all the things that you should do in your sales page. That's what it is. And then at the end, after those three videos, you're going to have a sales page that is going to recap the offer. And now you say, Hey guys, if you enjoyed all the content that we released before, here it is, right? Here's how to get more results in the membership site or the, the online course. That's all it is. Is it a good strategy? It's a brilliant strategy because that's what sales is about. We talked about this last week. That's what we need to know. We need to get them to know us, like us, trust us. We need to provide value before. We need to show them that we can help them before, right? Before asking for a sale. So all of that I like. Same thing that when you do a webinar, it's fine. It's the same thing. You're doing the same thing. On the webinar, you're teaching Providing value, destroying objections. And at the end, hey, if you like this and if you want more, here's my offer. Here's what it is. It's the same thing that when you have a sales page, right? I just said that. You have a sales page and you go there. Now, usually, if you are a nobody, nobody uh, knows who you are, then having just a sales page and people stumble on your website, they're going to have a lot of questions. Can I trust that person? Who is that person? I've never heard of that person before. And who are those people that you're showing me are getting results? I'm not sure I can trust you. It's all of that, right? But if they get to know you, like you, James, after 10 years of podcasting, well, it's like, okay, well, James just has this new product. Sounds cool. Let me just check it out. So it's a different positioning than someone who is just starting out. So that's what I would say in terms of the launch for me, it's just a campaign and we should be using multiple campaigns, right? Multiple campaigns that will always provide value first. That's the gist of all the campaigns that we teach in 10X Pro and all the 10X your members, they have access to what we call the 10X Pro.io Academy, where I talk about all of the most profitable campaigns, online marketing campaigns. Not only that, i show you exactly how work i show you how to set them up and with 10x pro you can set them up with just one click so if you want to do a launch you click one button and all the pages that you need that i just described will be there on your website you want to do a webinar click one button the webinar campaign will be there. And if you want to know, well, okay, John, what should I do now with those pages? You go to the academy and I'll teach you. And if you have more questions, you show up on my weekly Q&A calls and I'll answer all the questions that you might have about whatever strategy, right? So I don't have an issue if people want to do what's called an internal launch, because if you're just starting out, the reality is that you don't have partners. People don't know who you are, but ideally you need to do what we talked about in a previous episode, which is the number one thing that we all need to do starting out is to build an audience. Some kind of audience. There are multiple ways of building the audience. You can set up a Facebook group, a YouTube channel, TikTok, if you like to do those things, Instagram you can start podcasting. You can do all those things. You can be a guest on someone else's show. You can do do all of that and build that audience by bringing people to your website and building that email list. Because now when you have the email list, you can do anything you want. You can do any campaign. You can do a launch if you want to. You can do a webinar. You can do a one-time presentation. You can have just a sales page and do a quick release. So it's up to you, right? So the most important thing is to build that audience And that's going to take time depending on the strategy that you select, whether you're doing YouTube or like you, James podcast for me, If we're going to go start talking about different traffic strategies, one of the fastest one is to do what all the movie stars are doing. Uh, When you see a new movie come out, they don't do Facebook advertising. They don't start podcasting about the movie. They don't start going and creating a YouTube channel about it or Instagram. They don't do any of that. What do they do? That's why it's built in the contract. That's why Brad Pitt is getting paid millions of dollars. is because part of the contract is that, buddy, you're going to be acting. But after you're going to be going to all the talk shows that we tell you to go to, and you're going to be, you know, you're going to say something smart. You're going to put some cracking, some jokes. You're going to show your beautiful face and people are going to get interested in the the movie. And then they're going to go into the movie. That's the strategy. So you see that all the time now on YouTube, on podcasts. That's exactly what I'm doing right now. I'm jumping into James podcast because James has the audience and hopefully I can provide value. I can help people. I can entertain a little bit. And they get to know me, they get to know 10X Pro, they go to my website. So I believe that that's one of the best strategies that most people don't talk about, but that's what the reality is. The real businesses, that's what they do. You know there's all these gurus that say, Hey, I just made $10 billion by doing nothing. And this secret strategy, there's no secret strategy. We need to get the word out there. If you don't have your own channels, jump on someone else's channel get interviewed by someone on YouTube. If he has a big YouTube channel, go there and share some cool things that is going to help their audience. Maybe jump on a webinar, organize a webinar with someone else. So now this person has a lot of people in their list and you can do a webinar where you teach how to get a specific result. And maybe there's a call to action at the end or not. And you can either work it out. Either the person is going to do that for free to provide content to his audience as a content creator, that's your biggest chance, What new content can I create to provide my audience, right? So they want people to come into their show. Or you do that with uh, being a guest on someone else's podcast. I mean, there's so many different ways, right? But you contribute in someone else's channel so that they people get to come to your site, get to know you, get to like you, get to trust you. Hopefully they join your list like we talked about before. And once you have your list, then you can set it how we talked about it in, uh, exactly in the previous episode. We certainly are entertaining, John. (laughs) (laughs) Have you had your coffee today? Not yet, actually. It's coming. It's coming. Oh, my God. That is the scariest thing I've heard for a long time. Yeah. And actually, I'm restraining myself because you're my friend. (laughs)
1: I'll just sit here and be quiet. You know, like the listener said on the comment on the feedback when they gave an Apple review was just let John talk.
0: Okay, cool. Thank you.
1: So something occurred to me while you were talking there. and that is, I think some of my influences are affected because I was pre Ten X Pro. There wasn't the option for me to just click a button Mm. and have a launch campaign installed, and me to just fill in the pages and to go through your training. It wasn't there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Exactly. What I had to do was I had to spend two thousand dollars on a course. Yeah. To learn from a guru about the product launch formula Mm -hmm. and how that works. And the product launch formula is great. Mm -hmm. The course was great. The teacher's great. I implemented that on the car dealership. I still had a job when I learned about product launch formula, and it worked fantastically well. In some markets online, it's a little bit saturated. Yeah. Some of the things also that I didn't like were that strategically, and this is where my strategy mind sort of kicks in, I didn't like it when everyone was sort of getting in a club, they called it a syndicate, and they would all promote someone's product. Mm-hmm. Say there was 10 of them, and they all agree to promote one person's product, and they all promote it. And you know, your whole inbox is just saturated now with every single person telling you about this product. And then they take person number two's turn. Yeah, Ten people promoting number two's thing and then number three. Mm -hmm. And it just got into some kind of a circle jerk of guru promoting guru. I felt that it was not in the best interest of the end user. That was my concern. Yeah. The end user doesn't need to be crammed in their inbox. Yes. Every week or so for a $2,000 offer, they're just getting paralyzed with choice. They're in far too many things to focus on. Even in my case... I think I do maybe two affiliate promotions a year via email, very few, not because I'm afraid to send to my audience or that they'll unsubscribe or any of that, but I have to be careful to make sure that I'm not making it overwhelming or difficult or complicated for my typical audience member who is generally, when they come to me, a little bit overwhelmed, a little bit confused, a little bit time or finance poor, and they just want to know what to do. So that's why we do all these podcasts and you can cherry pick the podcast you want without having to pay $2,000. So just putting those two concepts together, one of the reasons I was against the product launch formula type thing is because some people confuse it as a business, mm-hmm. but it's just a promotion. Yeah. And you you said it's a campaign for you. I think that's a perfect word.
0: No, it's just this combination of different pages and specific strategy. That's all it is to me, but I get it. I agree with what you said and uh To be honest, I've been unsubscribing a lot from a lot of that. uh, But in the early days, I was very aware of what was happening. And yeah, it's a word that I just don't want to be really involved. I don't know anything that's going on right now in purpose because um, it's kind of like... Me too. I don't want to be at all. I don't want to know. I don't. Because
1: here's what's happened. Apart from the ones I couldn't unsubscribe to, they actually slid into spam and trash automatically. I think even Google's said, hang on, this is enough.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's basically where your ethics and your value kick in, I think, to me, and that's why you and I uh, are friends. I look up to you as uh, you know one of the the best in the industry that does it the right way. And yes, so I agree totally with you. But in terms of uh, just structurally, from a campaign perspective, then it's up to to you how you want to use it. You know.
1: Yeah. So that's it. But we're saying don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Like. For me, I just got to the point where it was expensive to learn about it. It was hard technologically to do. You take this for granted, John, because you're technically good and I'm not a technical person. Oh, uh, yeah. So before I had to assemble a team and pay people and do tech and stuff. So It was too hard. So it's expensive and hard. But that's why we created the x Pro. Right. You've solved that. So now it's one button
0: campaign installation and you're good to go. You just got to fill in the words. That's actually very important for people to understand about the history of Tenex Pro. That's why we built exactly because of that problem. Because in the early days, you know, we were actually building some of those launch campaigns for people. You were the tech people. You were the people, people like me would come to to say, can you help me with this? Exactly. Right. And it was very complicated. And you were probably charging a lot for it. Absolutely. Charging a lot for it. And. It was also complicated and it was taking a lot of time for my team to do it. And if you have done any type of service based type of uh, business, you know that one of the key ways to improve your revenue and your profit is to make sure your team doesn't spend as much on that specific task because then they can do more of it. So then it was like, okay, well, let's build a platform that we can just hopefully click one button and do all of these things that we need. That was the genesis of 10X Pro. So we could do it for ourselves. We could then help people like you do the same on their own without having to spend thousands of dollars on some outsourcing person. And that was the genesis. And and then we grew from there to be able to do those very complicated campaigns, even campaigns that are so automated, so segmented, all of that, that people will charge 10,000, 20,000, $50,000 to set them up. And then you're still left on your own to try to figure it out. So you're probably going to have to hire a tech guy if you don't want to go with that same company. You're going to have to hire a tech person that you find. And now that's going to be a minimum of $2,000 or $3,000 per month that will be his salary, right? His or her salary. So yeah, just wanted to add that in. In other words, 10X Pro is the insider tool that you can now
1: access directly. And I know there are clients. I coach people who are your clients as well. Mm Mm-hmm who have partnered with experts to do their online stuff. Yeah. There's one that comes to mind. They just partnered with an expert to launch their product in the online space as a course that they'd never done before and they made seven figures Mm -hmm. and they were basically running the whole thing but using the insider tool. Like it was easy for them to set up. Their main thing was to go and say to someone, hey, I can make this all happen for you. So they were doing exactly what you're doing except without having to develop the tool. Yeah. (laughs) So it's a very clever business model. Right. Right. The other part so there's two parts. One was the tech. Mm-hmm. Tick, it's been solved. Two is the, you know, the personal ethics and strategy around the promotion. Do you want to get into a promotion ring where you're just burning out customers? Yeah, yeah. And it goes against my grain a lot. Some of these people, the launch people who are really into it, they say if your product or service is so amazing, you owe it to the customer to tell them about it. You know, don't be shy to send them. Well, I'm sorry, but I draw the line at 12 emails a day <laughs> yeah. on the launch day, on the last day of launch. If you're sending me 10 to 12 emails telling me how amazing your product is and I have to have it, I just think you're obnoxious. And I would suspect you probably have a mortgage payment due or probably an Airbnb rental payment due or you know a lease payment due because that's selfish. Mm-hmm. That's not good for humans. And that's one of my core filters. Is it good for humans? Yeah, so, as with everything, it's how you use the tool is going to come down to your own personal values and choice. Yeah. I think where we've come to is okay, launches definitely have a place. If I was going to do a brand new program or product, I now know that I've got the tools available to do it. And I think my energy requirement and my expense requirement would be significantly less than before. And I'd be pretty careful about the partners I choose. Now, with 10X Pro, you can choose partners. You can reward them for referring people. Yeah, You can join this idea, very closely related. Cousin to this is the summit idea mm-hmm. Yeah, where you do a little mini conference. And I may very well do that. John and I have been talking about this for doing a replacement for Super Fast Business Live. Yeah. We might do a virtual Super Fast Business Live. And just very briefly, mm-hmm. that will be where I do what I'd normally do in a physical room. But now I just do it online and we set up the campaign with one click. Yeah and then my other speakers or experts can promote the event and I could pay them a commission to access their customer base Yeah, and we could then deliver it. It could be automated or whatever. There could be coupons and back-end offers for other products and services Mm -hmm. and it's brilliant. So I think we've covered launch. We've talked about release. We've talked about a summit. Other things, I guess we should touch on podcasting. I think, as Dean Jackson says, I think podcasting is a great conversion tool. Yeah. A podcast is good to send someone to if you've already got their email address and you can also access people via being a guest on other people's podcasts. I would say in the order of what's important, as John has correctly said, get on someone else's podcast first and then see if you think you want to make your own. If you do want to make your own, then go and listen to the episode that I did with Charlie and we'll put the link in the show notes to should you even start a podcast because you don't think a podcast is some easy little walk in the park. It is for me, right? I just turn up, I speak for 40 minutes. Or in the case of when I have John, I speak for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, John does most of the heavy lifting, and then I send it off to the team. That's it. So that's easy, but I'm in motion. I've been doing this for a while. I've got traction. To start one, though, you've really got to get it right. There's too much competition. <laughs> so get on someone else's show. Leverage other people's podcasts. That's the tweetable. Mm. Leverage other people's podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talk about how to do that inside Superfast Business Membership. I've got lots of members. Even one of our members is a podcasting booking agent-type person, so there's various routes you can go to get on other shows. I've got a really good strategy that I use for my own members and that is to look up podcasts and see if there's anyone they know and ask for an introduction. If you can get an introduction, that's going to be way better than some cold spammy outreach templated letter. Hey It's James here, and I really loved your episode with John talking about membership traffic. I particularly liked your point about Insert Point. It reminded me, hey, you should chat to Noel. He's a specialist with Aardvarks in Africa and how incredibly good they are at finger painting, and we think he'd be a great guest for your show. We've put his bio below. Get in touch with us and let us know. We get them every single day, all day, every day not the greatest strategy. By the way, I made that one up just in case it wasn't obvious. That's not an actual thing, but that's the template that's going around. Someone's selling this template and it's rubbish. Okay. By the way, the easiest way to get on someone else's show other than that is go and follow them on social media and leave them a personal video as a direct message. It's just stunningly simple. Right. And it's personalized. Make them a personal video and send them a direct message. All right. So paid advertising. Whoa. I mean, this one Mm -hmm. is working so well for me now. I used to do a lot of paid advertising when I started online and then I stopped and then I started again. If you've already got any kind of other traffic, organic or whatever, then paid is usually fuel to the fire. I am doing cold now. Our best campaigns right now are cold campaigns, giving away my book, but you need a book to do that. So you need something valuable to give away to get an email address. Still a good campaign is to run things, run traffic, paid traffic. And I'm talking, you know, it doesn't matter whether it's Facebook, Pinterest. Google, YouTube, all these platforms have the option. Twitter, you can pay for ads on these, even LinkedIn. No, Some of them are better than others, probably depends where your customers are and how good you are at running the traffic or if you can get someone who's good at it. And you run the traffic to a thing and that thing should collect an email address ideally. And once you've got the email address, then that moves people into the next stage of your membership. As we talked about in the previous episode that John and I did, which I think was 857. seven. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that was about selling. I think, I think that's a great point. And it's a, the most important thing that people should remember. It's what are you going to do with the traffic and what you should do with the traffic is to capture the traffic. You need to capture the traffic, especially if you're doing paid advertising. Why? Because very simple math, let's say you have an ad and you spend a hundred dollars, let's say you're extremely lucky, right? hundred dollars, and you get a hundred visitors, which is not going to happen. And it's too cheap. Let's say a hundred you have hundred people who go to your page. What page are you going to send them to? If you send them to a sales page, if you have one of the best sales pages in the world and it's called, it's called, they don't know who you are. That's what it means. They have never heard of you before. And you send them to a sales page you might get 1%, you might get 2%, 3% even, if you're great. Let's give you 5%. You are the best, one of the best copywriters in the world. 5%, right? That would still be good on cold traffic that never heard from you, paid advertising. So they click on an ad, they go to your website, they go to your sales page and five people buy. Okay. Then 95 uh, people didn't buy. They left. You didn't do anything with them. So you just spent that money. So... A better strategy is to instead of asking for the sales straight away, to try to capture that traffic, right? Because now 100 people go in. If you do a decent job on an opt in page, meaning that you are promising something of value in exchange for the email and something that is valuable, not just some crap, just a valuable thing, like maybe a how to do X thing or whatever, right? You can expect 20, 30, 50, 70% conversion. So now you have 70 people. 70 people are now in your own infrastructure, right? So what can you do? You can follow up with them, of course. You can follow up one time for one product and maybe five buy. So out of the 70, let's say five buy, that's product one, maybe another product, or obviously, obviously the membership site, right? five more people. So you can ask different ways and promote different things. And basically you end up with way more buyers at the end, right? And all of that is extremely important. And those numbers are extremely important, especially when you start doing paid advertising, because obviously you will need to know what your conversion rate is, what's the cost, because that's going to impact how much you can spend in your ads. So ads are great, but you really need to know what you're doing. And you need to know that wherever you're sending them, these are the numbers. And you need to be tracking those numbers. And if they are not at the level that you were expecting, you're pretty much losing money. So you need to keep an eye on all that. So a lot of people get very excited about traffic. Like, okay, I'm just going to have an ad and I'm going to be rich because people are going to buy my product. But that's just not, not the reality. You really need to know your stuff. So yes, paid is great, but be ready to be doing paid. Be ready. Have your systems in place. Have your funnels in place. Have your follow-up in place. For those, those people who are clicking on your ads.
1: Exactly. You can create segments of the people who opt in and run ads to them on social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you can do that for remarketing to people who visit the page, but it's much better if you have an email address. You can actually synchronize. I use entreport for example, and I can synchronize a Facebook segment yeah. to run ads to. yeah People who opted in, I can now have a multiple platform approach. Mm-hmm. Also, over email nurtures or launches, you can get that money back over time, even if you recycle it through to someone else's offer. Yeah. And yeah, it really comes down to what's the cost of acquisition? Can you get it back? And how long is that going to take? And the longer you can wait or the more that the value that you make from each customer, the better strength you have as an advertiser. And that's where most people go wrong because they think they're going to spend their $100 today and get it back today. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to wait. When I had Scott de Grosier on here, he was saying it takes an average of 60 days to break even. Right. And that's over $1.5 billion in ad spend, that data. So you've got to be patient and you have to know what you're doing mm-hmm. with the paid. Yeah. But it is a fast way to buy data and you'll probably lose money in the beginning. They're the main bullet points I wanted to make on that. Yeah. Another way to get traffic is SEO. Well, that's a slow way, generally. It's good for a business like mine. Because over time, I know what people are interested in. I know what's relevant. I can see my analytics. I know where we're already ranking and I can just tune that so I get help from Gert Malek. He helps me with that. He tells us what content we should create. It's always worth paying attention to your title tag as a minimum. Mm -hmm. What are you calling the page? Because hello or welcome to my website is not a very good title tag. If you do have a three or four word phrase that people are looking for that if they find your site, your thing would be relevant for, then that's worth ranking for. And you can also publish on other people's sites too, linking back to your site, even if it's not going to get the SEO, but it's starting to actually attract people who are on that site coming across. And you can play that sort of snakes and ladders game with social media as well. Putting things out on the social sites, linking back to yours. And while we're on that, making little short videos. It's just so easy. Yeah, You turn your camera on. Use a little framework, whatever, whether it's a story arc or a quick tip. I'm making tips most days these days, just things that happen in my calls or on, in everyday life. I make a short tip, give it to my team, and they put it up on social media with some captions and it links back to our content. And over time, people get to know me. So that's a great way to have ongoing membership traffic. Yeah. Joint ventures, we really have touched on this. I'm just going to say here that joint ventures are really just where you identify who has your perfect customer and you get them to promote for you. John and I have a joint venture. I have all his customers who need 10xpro.io in their life, and he's got the 10xpro.io. It's a hand and glove fit. I am absolutely not going to go and develop my own software, and I don't think John's going to go and build out a podcast and make the videos and do all that other stuff. So, we're a good team working together to each build a rewarding business. So, do your joint ventures, come up with deals.
0: Yeah. And joint venture can be at multiple levels. There are different ways. It can be just, okay, we can do a promotion together and then you're paying him in exchange for the sale. So it's basically, he becomes an affiliate. So you could do for, in this case, you could do, for example, webinars, right? You could go to different people who have audiences and you can create an awesome presentation, like five steps to get this result or five ways or five secrets to get this, something that's relevant. And obviously you're going to be promoting your membership site on the back end or even an online course, but we're talking specifically about membership site. And maybe you are going to attract affiliates that are going to get a commission when there is a sale, when they refer a sale. So you can have a good presentation and you can basically do a webinar with those people now they tell their audience about the value-based webinar the class where they're going to learn a great system or a great strategy you present that to their audience And then at the end, you can simply invite people to your membership site at the end of the presentation, right? So, And you could do that every single week by reaching out to all these people. Now, why are they going to do that? Of course, for two reasons. Number one, because of the content. Because, okay, I'm giving content to my own audience, which is always important. And number two, of course, because they're going to make money, right? They're going to make X percent of the sale when someone joins your membership site. So it's a win-win. So that's one level. That's the paid level. The, The other level is content creators, where... Like I'm doing now, you are a content creator, you have a podcast or you have a YouTube channel or whatever, something else. I have seen that a lot these days on YouTube. On YouTube. But right now, the collabs on YouTube is a huge thing. People who jump on other people's channel, they do collaborations, and it's just sharing some content that is valuable. And then basically now people get to know you if they come to your site. doesn't have to be anything involved, but that's a joint venture where maybe you're actually going to do a swap. Now, this other person who's talking about these specific topics can come into your own channel if you have one and he provides content. So it's a win-win. You provide content, but also you share and other people get to know you more and then they come to you and now they discover who you are and then hopefully they join your list and hopefully then they end up buying and joining your membership site. I love it. And another place
1: to get traffic is through your support desk. It's an unobvious one, but if you have a link for contact, a lot of people come find your site for whatever reason, contact your support, and those people in your support team can look after your customers and and suggest solutions. And some of them might end up being a membership. Yeah. So just a sort of quick recap, decide if you're going to do a launch or a release. Formulate your campaign. Click the button in your 10X Pro account. Get your campaign ready. Think about what emails you want to send as part of your back end strategy. We've really emphasized that. Have your system in place so that you can then go out, appear on guest podcasts, make some little videos, run some paid traffic, tune up your keywords, and go and develop some relationships with your joint ventures. That's really our session on traffic. I hope you've enjoyed this. This is episode 859 on superfastbusiness.com. We will transcribe this entire episode. If you've got questions, you want to develop your business skills a little further, of course, sign up for 10xpro.io. John's in there. He's got all the training on the launches and so forth and how to write sales copy and how to get traffic. It's all in the academy that comes with your membership. And he also does weekly training calls live with his customers and of course, superfastbusiness.com is another place you can go where you can get my help and support for your membership yeah. as it grows. If you have both of those things, then it's a perfect combination. Uh, in our next series episode, John and I are going to be covering how to deliver results for your members. And that's something I'm pretty passionate about. That's it. And it's definitely lacking in this industry. So I hope you stick around for that one. Mm-hmm. John, thanks so much for sharing with us again. And I hope you can get out and have a little surf this afternoon. Yes. Thank
0: you. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me